give up now. This operation is a national scandal. The police seem to have restricted my access. We can't publish this. It could blow up in our face. The government abandoned me. Am I supposed to leave him out there to rot? Wow, we got, oh, this is cool. Hi, everybody. Hey. Josh, Daniel, how are you? Greetings from Las Vegas. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you. Greetings from Paris. Are you really in Paris? Paris, and Daniel's in Montreal, so we are properly international right now. Oh, that is so cool. I've been to both cities. I'm in Las Vegas, so we're an international interview today. Totally. Exactly. Get this, Josh. Um, we, I think the last time we spoke was in 2001 for Pearl Harbor. We were on the USS Stennis, the aircraft carrier. Right. Wasn't yeah. that a ridiculous day? I mean, it was so hot. Uh, it was like a 12-hour day, interviews. There were little huts set up everywhere on the deck of the aircraft carrier. I mean, I've never had a junket like that since. <laughs> no, it was, it was really, really strange. And uh, I'm sure, whoa, I'm sorry. <laughs> There we go. Uh, I'm sure that that aircraft carrier will probably have to be renamed now. Um, John C. Stennis was not a big proponent of civil rights. Oh my God. Um, everything's going crazy. Everything's upside down and yeah, it be getting renamed. But uh, I think we did talk for resurrecting the champ too. But yeah, it's been a while. So it's good, good to talk to you too. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, this movie has everything. It has investigative reporters, it has drug deals, it has drug addicts, it has uh, action, adventure, and, and making it uh, a true life event. Also, these things actually happen makes it even more incredible. So how did you, I guess, Daniel, how did you come across this story at the first time? Well, after my first feature, I, I did a, like a small horror movie for my first feature. And I remember at the time, a good friend of mine uh, really liked my film, and, uh, but he said, uh, it's cute, it's fun, but why don't you find a real, true, good topic to spend time on? Because it takes a long time to get a movie made. And he's like, why don't you find it something serious? And, uh, and I was, like, my scanner was on. And, uh, and I came across this story in a newspaper. I read a, an article about it, and it, that's 2006. Obviously, this, this story happened in 1989, but, you know, uh, people have been talking about it over the years uh, many times. And there was a summary of what happened uh, in, that, in that newspaper column. And uh, I just immediately saw it. I saw the movie. I even saw the structure uh, of the three points of view and uh, how I would make it uh, the first time I read the, that, that article. And I assume Josh, you know, playing the investigative reporter, uh, attracted you to the role because of, you know, the drama and the true life events and the aspect of the character? Definitely. Um, the drama of the script was the initial uh, hook uh, for me. And then I spoke to Daniel and Daniel's passion for the project is obvious, the time that he'd spent on it, but his obvious sort of knowledge of and uh, borderline obsession with with bringing this to the screen was the thing that really hooked me and made me really made me want to be a part of it. And then once Daniel and I uh, spoke and decided to do it together, he invited me up to Toronto to meet Victor, uh, the actual real life character who I play, real life guy. And uh, Victor brought me into his world, showed me what, what he was doing at the time, uh, showed me pictures of his family from the time, 
uh, brought me to his favorite sandwich shop from the time, uh, brought me to the Globe and Mail. I got to see where he used to have a desk and uh, got a real sense of what his world was about at the time. And, uh, and I, was, I, I, was, I was fully involved by that point. And then we had to wait for three years to actually make the film. Uh, because uh, the the budget fell apart, uh, there was an actor who fell out, and it all sort of uh, came back together three years later in a truly kind of I think the perfect way it could have come together, and uh, and so that now we're here finally talking about it. But for Daniel, this has been a this has been a four. For 13, 14 years of working on this. Well, I was going to say, Daniel, you were so dedicated to this project that you deferred your director's salary to keep the movie afloat and, and to keep it on track and budget? Uh, so you read something about it. Huh? Right. <laughs> I do my work. Uh, yeah. I do my homework. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yes, I did. Um, you know, this was supposed to be my second feature. It's my fifth. So uh, it took a lot of uh, perseverance and, and I guess... Uh, I just really wanted to do it. And uh, along the way, we did lose a, a huge investor that was on the movie and the budget kind of uh, went down. And, you know, I was paid as a writer to write it. And at one point, um, it was either me and the producers, we just put our salary back in the movie or we just don't do it because we had to travel to Thailand and it was it bringing the crew and... We, we did it for about $5 million US, so it's, 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 it's a low budget for the, the scope of the movie. Um, and for, for that to work, uh, I, was willing to, I was willing to do it. And so I just, you know, just didn't get paid to shoot it, but um, I get paid on uh, other stuff. I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm gonna butcher his name, but uh, Joshua Co-Star is just absolutely amazing. What a talent. Uh, Antonio, how do you say his name? Uh, Antoine Olivier Pilon. See, there's yeah. no way. I took Spanish, five years of Spanish. I'm from Vegas, so I could never pronounce that. Yeah, he was just unbelievable in his transition in his character. You know, to go from an addict to a family man. There was that one scene where he was, Jim Gaffigan gave him drugs for the first time in six months, and he had a tear coming down his eye. I just was like, I mean, that scene just, just defined the whole movie. Yeah. No, he's fantastic. Great. <coughs> Sorry. Super talented guy. Super talented young young actor. He's going to do really really well, I think. Yeah, I I really love him too. And I mean, he 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 was a, a kid actor. He started when he was very very young, so he's got a lot of experience. Uh, people don't know him because he was in French Canadian movies, but uh, this is his first movie in English, and I think he's gonna you know he's gonna get out there because he's really fantastic. I agree with you. And uh, you said you shot the movie in Thailand and uh, that prison fight was pretty amazing because you're a fan of handheld cameras, aren't you, Daniel? Of who? Of, of handheld cameras? Because there's a oh, lot of handheld, yeah. Yeah, well, I, did, I, I had made this decision that this movie was going to be uh, all handheld, 100% of it. And uh, it's just a decision that I made for style and also for the way we're going to shoot the movie. Um, you can ask Josh, he could never leave set. I mean, we didn't have any movie lights on this film and we were just changing angle in about, you know, one minute and a half and just shooting the scene over and over again in different angles. And it was a way to have, spend time with the actors to play with the scene and, and try different things. And uh, it's very convenient to get uh, performances 
uh, as the first priority uh, in the movie and also give, give some, some kind of an energy to it. And uh, I really like the way it came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daniel uh, did such a such a great job conceptualizing this film. It could have been a million done a million different ways, and if you were focused more intensely on the period aspect of it and like trying to you know do something with the camera that felt like it was uh, it was really showing the scope of the uh, of the all the period attributes that you had. Like, if you wanted to like long sweeping shots to show like the magnificent cars you had from the eighties and things like that, like some directors would be really interested in that. Gives it the authenticity it needs. It would take it would take half it would take half the day. And Daniel knew like we had to do this quickly. We had to do this dirty, and it had to be done. Uh, you know, it had to be done on the fly. And for him to put this movie together, the movie the original cut was over three hours long, and it was all filled with content. He shot so much beautiful film and so many great uh, great scenes, uh, and was able to do that in forty days for five million dollars. It's very 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 rare for someone to be able to do that. And Daniel, I thought, you know, Jim Gaffigan for casting this guy, I'm like, he's known as a comedian, a family guy. I go, this is, this is all wrong. And within 10 minutes of his character's introduction, it's just, you completely can't see him in anything else. I mean, he's the most swarthy, you know, low-handed guy. And uh, I had no idea he had such dramatic chops. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because um, when I, I watched what Jim does uh, as a comedian, me, it was my first instinct to uh, cast him in that part. Because ever since I wrote that character, I thought it would be very hard to play because he needs to be very charming and then very scary. And very early on, I was thinking, I think I need some kind of a comedian to play that part because comedians have that uh, ability to, I guess, charm you very, very quickly with their personality. Uh, and if that person can flip and become uh, unpredictable, uh, I think we have something. And uh, I remember somebody talked to me about Jim for another part, but when I saw his work, even though it's a completely different thing, I thought this would be amazing as, as the Glenn character. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to do. Uh, well, they're wrapping me up here. And uh, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, Josh, with your character, you know, he's cocky. He puts his family in danger to get his story, but he doesn't want to hit the cat with the car. So I thought that really, he had a soft side too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. That's why I chose the film. <laughs> he's right. got a big heart for animals. <laughs> You're like, whoa, a little cat. I'm like, what the? I love the film. Congratulations, guys. It was excellent. And uh, when you have a chance, when things calm down, come visit us in Las Vegas. We'd love to have you. Sounds good. All right. Keep awesome. Au revoir. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs>